Order report, y'all. I guess we better start with an intro. I don't even know how to, I don't even remember how to do it. <laughs> okay, everybody. So it's been a couple years, but here we are with another episode of Morning Report, y'all. Podcast about me, Jacob Perry, co-hosted by my buddy, Mikey Burton. Mikey, say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. How are you? They, they can't answer. We go through this every time. Oh, oh, I forget <laughs> that. this I, every time. It's not live radio. I forget radio. that. You know, I forget. To, yeah. I don't know if I like this microphone setup. I can't see your face. I can't see yours either. Hmm. Nope, that doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound good. That's a little better. How about that? Can you hear me now? I can. Well, I could always hear you. It's looking at you that I don't oh. want to do. <laughs> That's the real problem. <laughs> we look alike, though, with our beards. Don't you think? I am. I'm growing this beard out. This is my um, burnout beard, which went into a deer hunting beard, which is now into a winter time, my winter coat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying, <laughs> trying out something new. <laughs> we had a standstill here. Maybe we yeah. need to go to commercial. Yeah. <laughs> the commercial break this early on us. We're setting some kind of podcasting record, considering we don't have commercials or breaks. We're, uh, we're going, sponsors or money or nothing. That's right. It's going great. So far, it's going great. We do have a lot of listeners, though. We just recently crossed over the 4,000 downloads um, mark. That means 4,000 different times people have listened to this podcast. Really? Which is pretty good, considering that there's only like 15 episodes and only about half of them are any good. <laughs> so, I figure about uh, maybe about two 200 of those are the residents that we basically forced to listen to the yeah. podcast. Or they don't get to operate. That's right. And um, that's one of our, our big seller selling points. Um, I think probably a thousand of those are probably my mom. Um, and, um, you and I, that's another, yeah, that's another couple thousand. We're getting close. We've got about 800 listens from just normal people. Yeah. And they only listen once. <laughs> I mean, Hey, I'll take it. And they say this is it. I, um, I, I wouldn't even, I would, I don't know at this point, Mikey, if I would even know a normal person if they came up and slapped me in the face. <laughs> I know I'm not normal, and I know you're not normal. No, so. I don't know. And I haven't seen a, a, a normal person in a while. I wanted to read to you. Um, let me pull out my handy-dandy cell phone here. I wanted to read to you a a, a, um, a patient comment card that I got yesterday. Okay. okay. So we did a patient um, operate on her yesterday for um, her gallbladder. Okay, standard, just normal gallbladder, okay? Mm -hmm. This is the comment that she, she decided when she woke up from anesthesia, she asked the recovery room nurse, like, do you have one of them cards that I can fill out? And she was like, oh, ma'am, you're not even awake yet. She's like, I want to fill it out right now. So they gave her a card, and this says, uh, staff member's name, Dr. Perry. Uh, department is surgeon, and it says, tell us why you would like to recognize this staff member. Okay, are you ready for this? <laughs> He was absolutely wonderful. I don't recall anything after anesthologist gave me a miracle drug, and I love him. He's my new husband. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. You are amazing. So I felt that. That was pretty good. Did she think you were the anesthologist? Anesthologist. Well, I believe she was talking about me. The anesthologist was the CRNA. She also got her own her own card oh. where um, – I believe she said that she gave her miracle drugs 
and she would know and that uh, she loved her, and when she woke up, it was the face of an angel waking up. Uh, well, so, can't I mean, beat that. hey, uh, yeah. I mean, these are my people. Yeah. I, that's what can I say, you know? Uh, um, you, you are you are something. I, yeah. <laughs> so, apparently, I'm, I'm polygamous now, I guess. And you're, and you're wonderful. That's right. I'm wonderful, and, yeah. and her new husband. Yeah, yeah. your wife is so lucky. I, I, yes. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure she feels and the same way. And your kids are lucky, you know. Well, sure. I, they can't see you rolling your eyes. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, so I, well, one thing I'm sure people are going to want to um, want to know is why, after about a two and a half year absence uh, and this podcast basically being defunct, would we decide that we were going to record another podcast? Tell everybody your 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 terrible, no good, awful news. Mike. We needed the money. Oh, oh, that's not it. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, I mean, that is true, but... Um, well, the, 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 I'm going to retire. You're retiring? Yeah. For good, well, retiring. Yeah, I'm well, kind of. Well, <laughs> you're retiring from practice of general surgery. Practice of general surgery, unless you all need me to come in and help you do something. Now, now we're talking. Yes. So basically, like... It's it either now. that or be a Walmart greeter. <laughs> I don't know if you're qualified for that. I don't that. know if I could stand there all day like that. I don't think you you'd think be able to. No, you'd start going help people find their groceries and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. But no, I'm going to retire uh, after uh, 43 and a half years of practice. Nice. Uh, but I've been in medicine since 1968. I started out as a, as a nurse's aide in the ER at UK. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I did that for a year. You think you'd be nicer to the nurses then? Well, I am nice. <laughs> they weren't too nice to me, though. But uh, it was it was it uh, it's been a long 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 career and I've enjoyed it most all of it most of all yeah <laughs> so forty three it says nineteen sixty eight so in nineteen sixty eight did they have computers no did they have electricity we had electricity in all of the hospitals and, and, and most all of the hospitals yeah <laughs> now they had just invented soap so people were washing their hands they were washing their hands. And, uh, but my job, of course, I had to clean up stuff, you know, as a nurse's aide. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but now, now the, some of the ER doctors, uh, they knew I was going to medical school. They would let me, uh, uh sew up people if they came in drunk, oh. you know, and you know, they didn't know what was going now, on. Now, these are people who came in with wounds who were drunk, not <laughs> yeah, just sew yeah, up. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah that's right. I didn't. Just make the wound. Just they, close yeah, up. Yeah, close it up. The natural orifice. And I got to run people to the lab, and I mean to X-ray, and when they got admitted, and I got to uh, take labs, uh, labs up to the lab. I mean, yeah. blood up to the lab and stuff. I was, I was really. Important. I bet you were a pretty good runner back then. Oh, I was great. Yeah, you know, from yeah. from the old ER. Now you, that you, was. You remember the old ER? Did they have the old ER when? It was down in the basement. Yeah, mm -hmm. on the going. I'm sure it was a different iteration than when you had it. Where, where it, it's by the uh, the causeway going across to the VA. The the was it on the first floor? That yeah, same the first right floor. There? Yeah, there was a place called the uh, CDU, the Clinical Decision Unit, that was there. I, one time, I got in trouble for yelling at a nurse there. Oh, and let me tell you this: I yelled at her because I was at the end of my rope after like 48 hours in the hospital, and uh, I I she was giving me a really hard time about something about like a potassium order how I, I she was going to make me re-put it in uh 
and I screamed at her out of out, completely out of character. Like it's just like, oh my god, just stop! I'm just trying to leave the hospital. Do whatever, whatever you want. <laughs> like lost my mind. I felt so bad. I went out to my car, and before I drove, you know, I drove. Home, I had a five minute drive home, and before I drove home, I felt so bad that I I got on my phone and I called back, got connected to the unit, talked to that nurse, said I'm really really sorry. Um, I'm, you know, that's out of character for me. I really shouldn't have flown off the handle. It was over something totally stupid. It's just been a really rough week. And I, I really shouldn't have done that. And she said, well, we all think you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, D- what? And she said, yeah, we already thought you were an asshole anyway. And I was like, really? Because I thought um, this is back before I had become a real asshole in residency. And I was like, oh, I thought I'd been doing OK. Well, I guess I'll just lean into it now. And that may have been my villain origin story from residency. <laughs> I felt I mean, I felt like a real guilt. Like I was like, my, I mean, I felt like, you know, like the Catholic guilt from my like boyhood coming out like you were mm-hmm. doing the wrong. That was the wrong thing. You need to apologize. This is, you got to make this right. And she just straight was like not having it. <laughs> we always thought I was like, oh, well, that's good to know. I guess all that extra effort I've put at learning all the nurses' names and being friendly with them all for nothing. <laughs> so, lesson learned. Lesson learned. Yeah. Lesson learned. Yeah. Well, anyway, so you were in the ER down there. Yeah, I was in the ER down there, and it's interesting when the UK ER was first developed. It wasn't an ER; it was a consultation place. They didn't realize that ever all these hospitals from Eastern Kentucky were going to dump on them, and so it ended up being an ER, a real ER. And uh, so by the time I came along, you know, it was a real ER, and it was there on that first floor. Mm-hmm. You could go out and go on over to the VA there. That's where it was. Now, were they smoking in the hospital at that oh, time? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Did you smoke oh, in yeah. the hospital? Yeah. Like between shifts, or like just like while you were with smoke patients? on rounds. And you'd see, you go out to St. Joe, uh, and, uh, you know, and the, the guys, uh, you know, the big doctors with the three-piece suits with the carnation on their lapel would uh, smoke their pipes and cigars on rounds. Nice. You know, my mom tells a story. She used to say when, um, when she was delivering my little brother, who was born in 1985, mm-hmm. so a little bit after that, that the OBGYN was running late and my mom was in labor and she was in the delivery room and the doctor was like, hold on a second, hold on a second. And was like, <sighs> like a huge drag on a cigarette and then <laughs> threw the cigarette out into the hallway, ran in and exhaled smoke directly into my little brother's face as he was being born. And then he was born with what they called wet lung syndrome as a child. Really? Yeah. I remember that story from a few years back. Yeah. And it was like literally um, later on that OBGYN's daughter, became a physician and she was a psychiatrist who I worked with when I was doing summer, not personally, but, um, (laughs) I worked with, uh, for a summer job when I was an orderly, uh, in a psych ward, Really, (laughs) which might explain some stuff too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where that. (laughs) Oh yeah. I mean, people smoked and, uh, you know, the patients could smoke in a room and, uh, and, uh, it was, it was, it smoked it. You could smoke in a classroom. I think I think you could smoke in the classrooms, but I'm not sure. If like in college? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't or remember. Or like in medical school. I don't remember. Like in medical school, I don't remember. If, I don't think you could. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't remember. I'm just glad I quit. Quit smoking? 
or quit medical school. <laughs> Do we need Maybe to look into the, quit both, uh, <laughs> Do we need to look into these credentials, Mike? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I got mine from uh, Sears. Yeah, it's a good place back it's, then. It's a good place, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's changed a lot, you know. Yeah, you had to be careful. You couldn't smoke in a room that had oxygen going. <laughs> That's smart. That, that would, you guys were smart back then. We were smart. But we had a vascular surgeon that, that, that was really, really good at attending. And he smoked like a fish. And, Do you uh, fish smoke? Yes. <laughs> and, he, and he would, you know, he'd stop in his case and he'd go out and smoke him a cigarette and come back in, to, you know. I, we had a lot of guys that did that kind of stuff. Nice. I usually just had to go out to pee, but, uh, you know, they had to go out to smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think about the old days. Like, um, I would imagine that when you were, like, in medical school, you guys had to, uh, like, run the charts back and forth and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. We had, just had to do a little bit of that. But we were easy. Ours were on paper instead of stone tablets, like yours. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I mean, that was our job. Yeah. When I rotated up here as a two, my job every morning before rounds is to get all the charts together and yeah, we had a, cart. a cart. We had a cart. We still were using that same cart when yeah. I was a yeah. second year resident yeah. out here. And, uh, and that was our job, just to get that cart together. Because we would, most of the time, write the orders while we were yeah. you know, making rounds. And then we'd come back and write our notes. Well, that's stuff. how we did it. I mean, that's how I did it as a second year resident. Did we have charts in? Yeah. Did we, we have paper charts mm -hmm. in? Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. We had paper charts when I started as an attending here. Oh, really? I've been here a while now. You have, How long have you been here? This is year 13. Are you kidding? Am I that old? Yeah. You're old as crap, right? Oh, golly. Yeah, I started in the um, the summer of 2011. So this is, I've been here 12 years. So it'll be 13 wow. days wow. in July. You, you've become a pretty good doctor, too, you know? I don't know about that, but I'm, I've am i I've gotten older. <laughs> <laughs> I feel really old. People, yes. people don't, they don't tell me I look as young as they used to say. You know, no, they used you don't. to say. Remember when you first came? They used to ask me if I was like, is your mom here? Yeah. Does she need to bring you yeah. home from school today? Yeah. Like people yeah. thought I was a high schooler. Yeah. And then um, recently, now that I'm starting to get a little gray in my beard and uh, look a little more distinguished, people only ask me if I'm in college, not high yeah. school. So. Well, it's the beard, the beard, because you look like me now. So. Well, I think, you know, I've we've had a lot of complaints that now that uh, I'm running around with this beard, you grew your beard out a couple of years ago during COVID, I believe, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, uh, that the only way they can tell us apart is I just have slightly more hair than you, just a little <laughs> you bit. Think? But otherwise, we are pretty and much. The and you don't well, you don't glasses. wear. I don't wear glasses. It's probably yeah. the main thing. Yeah. Because yeah. on days when I have worn glasses, people ignore my like hair, my you know, yeah. my big curls. Yeah. I mean, I I have people call me Dr. Perry all the time. I imagine so. You know, nurses. You know, I say no, I'm I'm not him. Yeah, and then they're like, "Oh, okay, we'll be nice to you then." <laughs> I get it. I get it. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I um. Yeah, I've I'm you know I was never like a facial hair guy, for a long time, like it like my whole life until maybe about four or five years ago, um, when I just started getting uh, my burnout is pretty bad. You know how I am. I get like real burned out after a while. Yeah. And um, the first thing to go now is just shaving. Like you can you can judge just how many weeks I've been on without a vacation based on how much facial hair I have. <laughs> and then, um, but you know, I like to, I do. I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. I do like to mess with the residents with the mustache situation. Like I like to show up 
some days with a beard, some days I'll just shave down to like a really nice thick mustache and a sideburns combo, which is extremely redneck looking. But Well, it's redneck looking. It means criminal looking. Yeah. You know, but, it looks like something you'd see in a mug shot. Yeah. I, I, I do enjoy I I can't do it for more than a couple of days in a row because it's just a little too much. Yeah. Um, but the patients never seem phased by it. So the nursing staff and the, the they do, people say mean stuff. I think we talked about this before, but they're yeah. pretty mean about it. Well, um, I'm not mean about it. I mean, just that's just the way you look. I mean, you look like a criminal. I, it kind of makes you feel like a criminal. <laughs> Looks like you honest. ought to be coming in here in those orange suits. I'm going to see a guy in a little bit. <laughs> Bart from him. Different different cell blocks. Yeah. You know? Well, my, I, you know, my beard, I grew it during COVID, and my wife won't let me shave it. I mean, yeah. I, I mean I, I've talked about shaving it. You know, I hate, I hate, you know, but she wants me to cover my face up for some reason. Well. Yeah. I think it's that all the women will leave you alone. If they saw what you really looked like, they would be. It would just be like twenty four seven. All these women. Around. I never thought about that. Yeah, that's what she's afraid of, isn't she? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> now that I've got my little Mini Cooper too. So. Oh yeah, that's right. You've upgraded from yeah. an Impala to yeah. a Mini Cooper. Yes. That's a pretty big upgrade. In that's my a opinion. big upgrade. Because that Impala was like a. Oh, I it mean, was, it was like a babe. Magnet. I couldn't drive it on campus. Yeah, on on Moorhead campus because the girls would try to get in the car. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, you know, so I haven't tried the Mini Cooper. You know, I can't even. I mean, are you afraid the guys will get in the car? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <clears throat> well, or something get in the car. I don't know what it'd be. Yeah. Um. Okay. So um, I'm gonna make you do some more podcasts in the next couple of weeks since you're gonna oh, okay. be, you know you're not gonna be leaving. Then I'm gonna drag I'm gonna track you down at your house and make you do some. Because, oh, good. We do one out in my barn. Yeah, um, that'd be great. I'm sure this equipment would love. Can it. you carry all that stuff? I don't know. There's probably a way that I can do this with something that's pocket size now. I don't need this big all this. You know, there must be stuff. something because you know, like uh, I watch Willie's Roadhouse and some of those, uh, you know people on Millie's Roadhouse that you know the DJs yeah they'll be on tour and and they and they'll say you know I'm broadcasting from the hotel room or a car or something I don't know how they do that do you I know th- how they do that I think they pack all their stuff with them and I don't know maybe they do it from their phone I don't know because and you know how I got this set up is I, I went to the first website that came up with how to do a podcast and I yeah. just bought all the stuff that they said and I was like this looks good so I and no I idea. mean, this is pro- professional, and we're professional podcasters, yeah. don't you think? Well, except for the getting paid part. Yeah, well, that's true, but the check's going to come yeah. eventually. I'm thinking about opening up an online store for all the goofy, like pictures of you, like so, like an autograph picture of you we could oh. sell. What do you think the price for that would go for, Mike? I, I'd say... How much would we have to pay someone for that? Like, we would have to pay them $10 to take one. <laughs> Maybe 20 100 <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking if I uh, if we sold T-shirts, oh yeah, like with a Hashimoto's across the front of it, <laughs> something like that. What do you think? I think that'd be good. Now um, we got you got burned bad on the Hashimoto's thing just last week. Oh yeah, yeah, a little Megan. And you know what? What? You know what? And I helped her operate yesterday. I know. And you still I even taught after her she, how to do a hernia yesterday. She like, crushed your soul in the OR. Well. The, the, I, I don't know if we've talked about Hashimoto's in the past on the podcast. I don't think so. But one of the things 
Now, we've talked about in the past, you know, people will know Hashimoto's disease. It's a thyroid disease. I don't know much about it because I'm not really sure that it's a real, real disease. <laughs> but it's a, it's a thyroiditis, mm-hmm. right? And right. it's pretty it's pretty popular. I mean, pretty common. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's popular, but lots <laughs> of people common. have it. So uh, for the uninitiated into the world of thyroid surgery, um, <laughs> when you're taking someone's thyroid out, it is customary to, um, you just have like, it's normally like a very fine dissection. Like, and I, I mean, I, I would have, maybe I'll have Courtney Lee on and she can um, back me up on this because, you know, she's like a, like a real thyroid surgeon. Um, <laughs> but it's customary for, um, you know, when you're assisting someone with a thyroid surgery to just kind of comment on how it's going and things like that. And you, it's a little back and forth banter. It's not a very tough operation. I mean, the ear, nose, and throat doctors can do it reasonably well. So, <laughs> you. Um, but when you're when you're doing a um, a thyroidectomy, you know, you you might encounter where there's some parts where it gets a little sticky. And any time that a thyroid operation gets difficult, whether it's like a normal one that just somehow gets difficult, or it's like a 450 pound person with no neck, and you're um, you're operating in a very tiny space. It's very difficult to uh, to get around in there. Uh, most people would say, wow, this is a difficult thyroid. But what do you always say? Oh, this has got to be Hashimoto's. Well, I say it if it's stuck in there. If it's stuck in there, it's always Hashimoto's. So you have now, if I'm not mistaken, um, during the skin incision, you've claimed, oh, this is Hashimoto's. <laughs> oh, God, this guy's got Hashimoto's. Look how hard the skin is well, on the knife. That's... It's because you, you make these little tiny incisions. Getting into like an anterior jugular vein while you're dissecting, which happens not infrequently, but it's like <laughs> it, it just happens, and you'll be like, "Oh, Hashimoto's, so stuck together." It's Hashimoto's. I've seen I've seen it where you couldn't get the needle into the jugular vein to draw the the parathyroid levels, and you're like, "Oh, it's Hashimoto's, it's Hashimoto's." <laughs> no matter what it is, it's always Hashimoto's, and it, it almost never comes back as Hashimoto's disease. Well, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes, it does. Most of the time when okay. I've called it, at least, what, 98% of the time it comes back. <laughs> I don't know. But at this point, as soon as it, we encounter the very first bit of adhesions, whether it's, you know, over the tumor or to the strap muscles, it's just uh, motors. It's going to be yeah, motors. But no matter what, you, you say You it need every to time. tell our vast audience here that even that sometimes... When the path comes back, Hashimoto's, you still don't believe it. I don't know about that. I'm not sure what you're referring to. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so uh, last week I popped my head in the OR, and you and Amy uh, were doing a big, uh, what were you doing? Oh, you were doing pyloroplasty. Yeah, pyloroplasty. So pyloroplasty is op- for the uninitiated again. Um, it's messing around the stomach or something. So the um <clears throat> he's in there uh they're getting in i said well, what's going on in here you guys have been working for a little while and they're like oh it's real tough oh it's really really tough it's a lot of adhesions up here it's all uh, i was like he's like we can barely find the pylorus and i was like of course i was like well have you looked at the end of the stomach and the first part of the small intestine and like thinking i absolutely nailed it and and you were like oh well you know well it's 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 real tough and then megan who has said maybe what five words all month says <laughs> I think they have Hashimoto's <laughs> of the stomach. <laughs> and I'll tell you, your face got so red. I, I about died. Because <laughs> she's kind of unassuming. She didn't shouldn't say a whole lot in the OR. And then she just comes out and just, bam, roasted. Just absolutely. I tried to get her fired, but, but we, I couldn't. You, know. you don't have that kind of sway anymore. <laughs> it's kind of sway. 
But it yeah. was that was one of the best one of the best <laughs> resident interactions that I've seen in forever. I was so grateful that I was able to be there for that. Yeah. I just thought, wow, that's great. Yeah. Well, the lady had had a a, 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 uh-huh. a colectomy. She had had. Uh, we'd been in there a couple of times on her stomach and. So there was a lot of adhesions. Yeah, you, know? you don't think it was the Hashimoto's? <laughs> I don't though. think it was. No, but she got me. I, and I mean, I'm, I'm speechless. What could I say? I'm not nothing. You just got. You just have to. You just have to sit there and take it for the rest of the case. <laughs> it's your fault. What? Oh, because I came in there. No, you oh, probably put her up to it. No, I didn't. I didn't have anything to do. I thought it was. Well, how did she know about Hashimoto? Well, I think we had done a thyroid with her her first time out as on oh, the rotation. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> and she had heard the whole story. Mm. Well, she nailed me. So yeah, so I think and maybe we'll get some Hashimoto's T-shirts to sell. <laughs> to sell. Every time I make something that I'm gonna sell to people, I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna get these road dog stickers. I'm make, and I just give them away, and I'll, I'll like make surgical sun T-shirts, and. Then, I can't figure out how to set up an Etsy account or whatever. <laughs> I just end up giving them to people. Well, nobody buy them anyway. I know, probably not. Yeah. You know, so. Well, I think if we came up with, if we sold some of those surgical sun uh, coffee mugs for the picture now that would you make on big it, money. I think people would sell. That'd, buy that'd that. make big money. I think oh. we get it plastered on that on a, yeah. one of those Yetis. We could make it. Maybe take it down to Bucky's. Yes. Sell them at Bucky's. Yes. I thought it was pronounced Bussies. <laughs> It's spelled that way. <laughs> Are you going to make it, Mikey? I don't know. Are you going to Bussies? <laughs> I'll tell you what, have you ever been down there? No. Oh, it's wild. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Kelly's been. I, I don't go down that way very often. The, so. the average person spends an when they go in there to get gas, spends an hour in that place. <laughs> I don't have an hour. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's what Jim told me. Oh, boy. But they do have nice restrooms, though. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're nice. That, I mean, that, you know, that's how it got started. Yeah. You know, right. that, you know the story about that. Mm-hmm. I'm, and you ever seen anybody as full of knowledge like that? You I just, am? you are. You're full of something. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, look, I got to go see. I think my patients are starting to get room. Okay. Mikey, so I better get ready. Go. I'm, I'm going to get ready, too. I know. Well, it's I'm like, here to work, too, I think, aren't I? Uh, it's just Tuesday? Yeah. This, today's Tuesday. This is the, this is the clinic. You know, I saw Doctor Kloon yesterday, uh, uh, who's a heart doctor, and uh, I've got to help. I've been helping him with pacemakers, and he said, "Well, we've got a pacemaker in a couple of days." I said, "No, it's tomorrow." He said, "No, it's it's no, it's a couple of days." I said, "No, it's tomorrow." He was looking and see. I thought yesterday was Tuesday. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Because it's Wednesday, and finally I realized. What planet I was on? Yes, so, is that part of old age? You think? Mm, no, I think I don't know. I do that all the time. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Okay. Is it because there's so much knowledge in there that it you just can't fit it, the it just scrambles? Exactly. It's like a computer trying to shut down. Yeah, it's just need to control alt delete on your brain. Mike. <laughs> all right. Oh, well, this was all fun. Right. Yeah, we'll do it again. Are uh, you Are you gonna make another? I'm gonna one? try to put do this. I'm gonna edit this and get it out to the people. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks, Mikey. Bye. <laughs> I like doing them early like this. <laughs>